You ever look at a paid job and be like, whoever did this is a true artist and professional? With over 40 years of experience, the original Bay Area painters can turn your commercial and private property into a work of art. Do your business and home a favor and of George Gomez at bayareapainters.sfc at gmail.com. That is bayareapainters.sfc at gmail.com for rates. The original Bay Area Painters. Professionalism at its best. Welcome to another edition of the Rational Wage Podcast. This time it's an extra special edition. This marks the triumphant return of the CryptoCast. You long-time listeners know what I'm talking about. I'm one of your hosts. My name is Spiro. And finally, together. <laughs> you know, this is like Bigfoot and Loch Ness meeting yes. up. My man, introduce yes, yourself, yes. brother. BG from the 415 Live Yes, yes sir. And today, hey, this is the CryptoCast. People ask me what happened to the CryptoCast. Well, here it is. It's back. And what better way to bring the CryptoCast back than to talk about what started it all, Bigfoot. But not just Bigfoot. Today, we're going to be revisiting the Patterson-Gimlin footage. I don't know what your thoughts were. You saw the footage. I saw the footage. For me, it raised more questions than anything else. And we're going to dive deep into that. Uh, definitely. So, you know, like for for all the people out there, like even if you're not even a cryptid fan or a fan of Bigfoot, I'm sure you must have like scrolled through something and seen the, uh, that Patterson-Gimlin film that was filmed over here in upper northern California in Red Bluff, California, out there in the boonies, the woods. So that 59th second clip shows uh, Roger Patterson. According to what was said, they, him and Bob Gimlin were on this little hunt for Bigfoot because of these, the uh, stories they've heard from the locals. I don't know what date it was, but this happened back in October the 20th of 1967. So this past 2017, it 50 years. So I guess when these dudes were like on horseback out there by the river, uh, they happened to see Bigfoot. So Roger Patterson was getting off his horse. You can see the whole kind of like, you know, like the whole fumbling of the camera. So he happened to get that shot, that famous shot. So he sees Bigfoot walking, do that turn and continue walking. So. Of course, a lot of people out there, you know, they said that, that thing was a hoax because of just how it happened, you know. And then, like, these two dudes that supposedly were associated with uh, with Mr. Patterson, they came out. Supposedly one of them was in the suit, whatever. Of course, you know, everybody has their own theory. And there's a show on the History Channel. It's called The Proof is Out There. So for uh, for all the loyal listeners out there, if you check out the show, 
It's season two, episode 13. So if you check it out, that there were like three individuals that were, that were in discussion. And one of these dudes, he's like a, a, uh, he's an engineer. And, uh, this guy's name is Isaac Tien. So this dude, he did his whole scientific algorithm and it enhanced that grainy film. So in that grainy film, you were able to see the, uh, the, uh, the muscle definition, the flex in the calf. The, uh, the foot, the, uh, the butt crack. And for a lot of people that most likely didn't even know this or probably didn't pay attention to it, you could actually see that that big foot that was, na- that's now named Patty has boobs. <laughs> so it's a lot of this crazy shit. And you're just like, wow, you know, this is some, this is some out there type thing. And, and of course they had like these two other dudes. If you've seen these like Bigfoot episodes, you've seen this guy. His name is Dr. Jeff Meldrum, this old, old dude. Uh, he's a professor at Idaho State. Yeah, that's and the guy that's in every single yeah. Bigfoot documentary special. I mean, I don't think there's ever been one made where he's not invited on, man, you know? Yeah. 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 He's and, <laughs> and it's important that we mention that, uh, that this is restored footage. I mean, you know, I don't think anybody could do anything better than this. I mean, the, they did a good job with the footage. It looks great. I wish they would have gotten the guy that restored the uh, Ali Liston footage. Mm, yeah. Because that guy yeah. made that shit look like it was just fucking filmed, man. But anyways, man, this yeah. this guy, he did the best he could and it came out great. And like you said, there was flex. There was a lot of things, man, that... Mm-hmm. You know, the FX technology of when this was filmed could not replicate, in my opinion. Yep, exactly. That technology did not exist. And another thing Mm -hmm. before we keep going that we need to point out is that I'm a longtime horror fan, and I've seen many Bigfoot films from way back. And for that time, and even years, newer films after that, you know, Mm-hmm. films from the 70s and the 80s Bigfoot films the costumes were always fucking horrible it was the worst <laughs> shit yeah. I mean you could tell that you were looking at a guy in a piece of shit costume mm-hmm. if anything this footage it raised a lot more questions for me mm-hmm. that costume looked better than anything I've seen in films that came along years mm-hmm. after it was filmed so I don't know man yeah, because uh, if it was a costume, I'm not saying yeah. that. No, yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's you know that's the one thing that that um that they kept mentioning, like all these experts that they brought on, and of course, uh, Dr. Meldrum. Uh, he's a fellow. Uh, he's a native New Yorker, so you know he's right there from the Empire State. So this guy, of course, you know he's been at these locations all over the states, and he's had all these casts of these of these feats. So whenever there's like a question about Bigfoot or the Yeti or the Yowie over there in um, Australia, I, I right. believe he's, all, you know, so whenever there's questions about this, they've always reached out to this dude because he's an anthropologist. So he started talking about the anatomy of us, of, of the other uh, apes and everything. And when he started talking about the natal cleft, which is the ass cheeks. So. The other guy that pretty much stepped in and was dropping knowledge about all this, like the costumes and shit, 
is this guy named Bill Munns. So if you look this guy up and you see his um his resume, this dude right here, you know, like you, Spiro, being a, being a horror fan, this guy was one of the costume makers for Night of the Living Dead, the OG one, and uh, for Swamp Thing. So this guy was like, hey, man, if this was a costume, then Roger Patterson is the greatest costume maker in the history of yes, costume making. Yes, I agree. You know, because he started talking about the fluidity. This is a whole, like, because he started talking about these ape costumes and, like, in the back of the, um, because if you see the back of this, of, of the Bigfoot, you know, you see the traps. For all of you that don't know what the traps are, is these muscles that are right above your shoulder, like, right by your neck. So, if your traps are big, you pretty much start losing neck. So, the whole yeah. fluidity of it, there's no cutoff section. Like, if you were to see a... I guess what he pointed out was Space Odyssey 2001. The whole, like, how the hair just, like, looks kind of wild and shit, kind of fucked up. And, like, right when it's about to hit the back section, like, by the neck, there's, like, a little cutoff. And then it just, like, starts back up again. So, he starts talking about the fluidity. And it's just a lot of shit that they pointed out that makes you think about, like, oh, shit, you know, or, like, is this enhancement? Did they make this seem more legit than what people think? You know, you know what? I'm going to tell you something, man. When I was a kid and I first saw this this footage, I was amazed. I was like, oh, my God, this is legit. This is real, man. When I started getting older, teenager, young adult, I looked at it and I'm like, I don't know, man. You know, I mean, again, I was looking at some at some old film. And by that point, it was heavily degraded. And I was like, I don't know, man. It's just, you know. And right now, there's a few things that kind of feed to my skeptical side. But, bro, seeing this fucking restored footage, mm -hmm. I got to tell you, man. And, you know, I think it's important to point out. I think uh, I think you and me are in the same boat when it comes to this and in the same boat as other people who are into this topic. Uh, we want this to be real. Oh, yeah. So we're kind of biased, okay, yeah. when it comes to this. But at the same time, looking at this footage restored, mm -hmm. not only restored, but looking better than when it mm -hmm. first came out, I got to tell you, man, I feel like I was looking at an actual Bigfoot for yeah. the first time. For the first time in my life, I can say, yes, that's a fucking Bigfoot. Yeah, because that dude, um, Isaac Tien, when he ran his whole algorithm and all that crazy shit, he did it off of 22 copies of the film. So he started running this crazy algorithm and he just started going through that whole, uh, that whole process, everything. And it's just, yeah, it's crazy. Cause yeah, you know, you want to believe in something like this. And of course you have all these other Bigfoot shows, documentaries and whatnot. One of the newer shows, of course, is our expedition Bigfoot, you know, and they jumped in the whole Patterson Gimlin hype or whatever. Even fucking Ozzy Osbourne's son is gonna come out with his own little his own little uh, show about Bigfoot. I think that thing, I think that shit drops this upcoming Sunday on the Travel Channel or something. Oh shit, I gotta see that, man. You and I and everybody out there who's been up on this Bigfoot shit, you know, we want that to be real. We want that whole like oh shit, they actually did capture Bigfoot and. um on Expedition Bigfoot, for all of you know, for all of you out there, you know, just check out that series. They were all over the country, the East Coast. Fucking the last season was up here in Northern Cali, where uh, the Patterson Gimlin film was filmed at. So, like on 
I think it's like the, the 13th episode of this current season. And they hired this one dude and he did like a LIDAR scan. So LIDAR, for all of those that don't know, you know, which I didn't know either, it stands for light detection and ranging. So this is kind of like a laser that just starts hitting every point of the terrain of the earth. So when that thing was ran right there in that in that specific area, which is crazy, this is what's kind of weird. Is that the same thing that marine biologists use when they go and they want to map the fucking ocean or something? I think so, yeah, because it hits deeper than sonar. Okay. You know, so, yeah, so with that right there was crazy because it just ran that whole, that whole terrain of that section where, where Bigfoot happened to be walking by. But here's the one thing that kind of like, I just made me think was when he did this whole thing, the point of reference that he used was a branch that's still there after 50-something years. I saw that, man. I'm and like, when uh, they compared it to, like, try to get a fucking scale of this thing, yeah, I don't think they did a good job matching it up, right? Mm-hmm. You know, they seem to be a little off, but um, I don't know, man. You know, look, brother, the footage in HD is, again, there was no movie at that time, and there yeah. was no movie for many, many, many years. Yeah. After that, where anybody had a good Bigfoot costume, it wasn't until more more recently in the last 20 years, maybe, mm-hmm. where yeah. you actually started seeing like something good. Yeah. Um, you know, so who was it? Patterson or was it Gimlin that had money? Because one of them, too, they was rich, right? Yeah, Gimlin. Gimlin. Yeah, Gimlin. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't care how much money he had, how much money he fucking spent on the quote-unquote costume, man. There wasn't anybody around that was going to make something that good, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Unless, yeah. unless they fucking killed the guy after he made it, okay? <laughs> yeah. Um, another thing that we need to bring up is the dude that came out claiming that, you know, he was paid to be in the costume. Mm-hmm. You know, there was some history between them. There was some kind of a beef, right? Yeah. I I think it was. So, so this dude, man, you know, he could have came out and, I mean, hey, for all we know, this dude got an amazing, I'm talking about the best costume maker, made him a costume, <laughs> killed him immediately after so that he wouldn't talk and then paid this guy, <laughs> but didn't kill him. So now he's talking or, or he, you know, he's got a fucking beef with them and he just wants to fuck his whole thing up. And I don't know, man, you know? Yeah. Cause, um, because I guess the, uh, the other guy that claimed uh, to be in that costume, I mean, I didn't look into him. I don't know if he's still alive, you know, but I know uh, Bob Gimlin is still alive. You know, he's yeah. going to be 91. So he's a you good know why, guy, right? Know? <laughs> you know why, right? Because he fucking drank that special <laughs> milk from the Bigfoot teeth. You know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, the old, you know, old patty over there was, you know, she had on some nice... Some nice sea cups yeah, and shit, you know. The mystic milk, swinging. you know. <laughs> and that was another thing that they mentioned, too, you know, because they started talking about the whole costume anatomy, whatever. Of course, you know, the uh, the fucking uh, the ass cheeks and shit. But they also started talking about the tits. They are like, hey, you know, like, if this thing was a costume, it wouldn't be swaying like they do, you know, like natural, yeah, yeah. You know, like natural tits. You know, they started talking about the sway. And they also mentioned one thing because, like, you know, whenever they talk about a Bigfoot, they talk about how the torso is way bigger than the lower half of the body. You know, they talk about how the arms just like, you know, like just hang kind of low. 
So a lot of these people that were trying to discredit that film, they talk about some kind of like line by the thigh area. Fucking so, gate, I think it's called. <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not sure, man. I'm so, not an expert. Yeah. You know, so they were talking about that whole thing. So so the costume oh, guy. Um, I see. Fuck, you know, so the costume dude, uh, Bill, uh, Bill, uh, Bill Munns and shit. He was like, no, because, you know, like the way the arm hangs low, kind of like by the thigh area, when you're walking, you know, you kind of swing, you know, then you swing your arms back and forth or whatever. So, like, the thumb is, like, cutting across the thigh. So, when that thumb cuts across the thigh, it leaves, like, a line. And it's like, you know, they talk about how, like, for a costume, for, like, an ape costume, like, the hair is kind of thick and funky. Now, like, this, the, the uh, Bigfoot, it's not like that thick ass hair. It's more kind of like a short hair, kind of like, like slick type of look, you know. Just sort of like how you see on a Rottweiler, right? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, like yeah, maybe that's yeah. a or a fucking ape, even man. Yeah, exactly, like a fucking you know? gorilla, like an ape. Yeah. You know, so they talk about all these things. So it's like, so when they start getting all this, you know, like when they start pointing out all these things, you're like, oh, these dudes are right because they start pointing out a lot of like a lot of shit. So. On Expedition Bigfoot and did the whole LIDAR, they were able to determine the height, which is kind of crazy. When I was watching that episode of The Proof is Out There, they're like, this this Bigfoot can be, it was in between the height of 5'9 to 6'8. So when they I did don't that know whole. Five, you, nine, know, man. you know, uh, so I when could they see the, maybe 6'8, but not 5'9. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so when they ran the whole LIDAR, they were able to determine because I don't know what the fuck. You know, these dudes were talking science and shit. And I was like, eh, you, know, you, you kind of lost me there. <laughs> but when they started dropping that whole knowledge about the height, they determined that Patty was 6'3". So the dude, like the main host of Expedition Bigfoot, he was kind of disappointed. Excuse me, BG. Now, yes. for those for those listeners who may be offended by us for assigning uh, gender here, uh, Patty, <laughs> you know, Patty is a gender neutral oh, name. Yes. Okay. So, yes. you know, so we apologize to yes. those who are a little sensitive to, you know, <laughs> whatever the yeah. fuck, you know. Yeah. You know, cause Patty, you know, especially like, especially if you're an Irish lad, you know, you can be, you know, Patty. Yeah, you, know, exactly. so. <laughs> Maybe, you know what, bro? You might have just fucking solved where the Bigfoot came from, man. Ah. Bigfoot came here from, from Ireland. Ireland. They got so drunk that they forgot to fucking shave, and that's why they're so hairy, man. Mm. See, but, see, but, but for Oh, my God. Did we, did we just offend the wonderful people of Ireland by claiming that Bigfoot is an alcoholic? If Bigfoot <laughs> is Irish. <laughs> well, like, Bigfoot is Irish, man. You just fucking lush, man. You're fucking out there getting drunk <laughs> off your fucking. Off your hairy eight balls and shit. But look at now another thing we just touched on as far as that name being like gender neutral. Bigfoot right there, he, he could have been transitioning. If from hey, maybe, man. You know, yeah, maybe. So there you go. You know? <laughs> you know what, man? We're gonna have I have a feeling that in another fifty years Bigfoot's gonna come back and they're gonna oh, yeah. uh, and and somebody, maybe uh Gimlin's great great grandkid is gonna oh, yeah. film it and it's gonna be a, a dude and you know and it's gonna I don't know where I'm fucking going with this but <laughs> look man again there's, there's so much to unpackage here and we both seem to suffer from ADHD or ADD ABCXYZ 
So I don't even know where to fucking start, man, you know. Uh, but <laughs> again, man, you know, anybody claiming that this is a costume, I don't see this being a costume. I don't see something that looked that good being a fucking costume back then. Mm-hmm. And if you see the footage, there's no visible, like, lines or, like, like seams, like, you know, like, where yeah. where maybe the fucking glove is. Uh, mm-hmm. where the fucking feet are, the fucking neck, like you said. Now, the one thing that made me kind of skeptical was, yeah, the movement of the arms, but I've seen people walking like that, like fat, mm-hmm. lazy fucks that I know. But this Bigfoot in question was walking a little brisk, okay? Yeah. And and the way it fucking turned around to look, it's just, it's, it's so hard to, like, say that that was not planned. This episode of the Rational Rage Podcast is brought to you by Z Apollo Photography, the number one photographers in the tri-state area. For all your photography needs, visit www.zapollophotography.com. Book your shoot today. So we were talking about the the quote-unquote costume, man. It just, again, man, you know, it's, I, I don't see how the fuck that's a costume. And if it's a costume yeah. and somebody time-traveled to the present, made it, took it back and um again like i was saying before what made me a little skeptical was the way bigfoot was was walking and how it turned around it it seems like if this was fucking planned like oh hey look i'm gonna have a camera here so so you go and look and it only looked once that we know of that we saw for all we know there the bigfoot looked back a few times and and then I think, I remember years ago, I heard uh, in an interview, they were talking about how, oh, you know, this happened and we try to follow it. But by the time that we were messing around, it was gone, blah, blah, blah. Typical. Yeah. But when you look at that face, man, whoever claimed that that was a gorilla costume, that face did not even look like a fucking gorilla, first of all. Yeah. You know? And second of all, the gorilla costumes of that time, I mean, horrible, man. <laughs> Nothing yeah. like what's out now. So, yeah. again, man, it's just like you mentioned, the fur, everything. I mean, it's just, let me tell you, man, like I said before, when I saw this footage for the first time as a kid, I was like, I can't believe I'm actually seeing Bigfoot. Teenager, young adult, I was skeptical and now i feel like i'm finally seeing bigfoot a real life bigfoot for the first time yeah and that's crazy dude because it's like when um you know when they start talking about this was one of like the thing that kind of like also made me i kind of scratched my head was like when they talked about how how like you could see every detail on the body with the exception of the face when it made that turn so i'm like okay so you can see ass cheeks you can see tits, you can see the fucking thumb, like, brushing up against the thigh. You can see the traps, you can see whatever. But you can't see the face? I'm like, come on, dude. You want to know just- what I say about that? And I'm a camera guy, okay, man? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a camera guy, filmmaker, photographer. Lighting is a part of my life. It comes down to the lighting. It comes down to the positioning of the sun and the fucking brow. The yeah. fucking brow of this creature, of this beast. I don't even know, man, because it's like, yeah, visually it looks like a beast, but there were also some human-like characteristics. Like, it, mm-hmm. the way it reacted 
I mean, it probably knew that it was being filmed. I mean, did it realize that that these guys are holding a camera, doesn't know what a camera is, doesn't know what a camera does? Probably not. But it knew that there were people there doing something. And the way that it reacted to that was human-like. But again, back to the whole face thing, um, you know, the fucking size of the brow and the positioning of the sun and how the light would hit it, that would mm-hmm. probably most likely cast a shadow. Yeah. But I saw enough. I saw clear enough what I needed to see. You know, we have to take into account that I'm a little bit biased in that. I want this to be real. Yeah. Okay, so I'm trying to be rational. I'm trying to be... I'm trying to not let that persuade me. But, mm-hmm. God damn, man. Even if you have doubts because of this, even if you have doubts because of how it reacted, everything else, man... It's hard to fucking say that that's not a real Bigfoot because I feel there's more things in this footage that present proof, evidence that this is legit than things that detract. Yeah. So, when they start talking about the whole, like, whenever these individuals, whatever, whenever they happen to get, like, a casting of the foot, you know, they start talking about the way that that foot is just straight up flat. You know, that there's no ridge or that little, you know, that little kind of, I don't even know how to say the, the arch. There we go, the arch, fuck. <laughs> so, you know, it's like, a, you know, when a human steps on like wet, whatever, or if you got some sweaty ass feet, you step on like fucking solid floor, you see that footprint, you see that arch. That even if your feet are not as arched as many are, you still see that arch. So it's like whenever they've, shown these casts of, of these feet that have been captured or whatever, it's just a straight flat foot. So when they talk about that, when they showed like on that film, like the step, that's another thing that they brought is like that step. I was just like a, like the bottom of a rocking chair or like a rocking horse, kind of like that. Well, that's weird, man. You know, so they talk about that and they talk about the calf flex. So it's like, if you capture somebody like you, you know, that you being a photographer and everything when you capture like somebody running like a nice stride or whatever you see like that calf muscle flex so you right. see that flex right there so of course you know they point that out they're like well then another thing about that man who was talking about that he was in costume one he was nowhere near six three the alleged height he didn't have any type of muscle definition he was an average looking dude yeah they didn't have that that they didn't have those traps not only that, though, but it's like whenever they've spoken about Bigfoot, Bigfoot always seems to have kind of like a cone-shaped head, you know, yeah. like cone-shaped. And that's another thing that they talked about, like, there was like an indigenous tribe in Peru. And these people used to, like, bind the heads of the babies and just, like, cone-shape those shits. Why so, the when fuck? they didn't, so when they, I don't know, <laughs> I guess to give them, like, a bigger brain space or make them more... Godlike, there we go, because they had some kind of reference to a god. So when they were doing some type of an excavation, they found like these skulls and that little—I don't even know what that shit's called. To be honest with you, brother, that little thing that makes babies pass through the the womb—that little kind of like that crack that you have. So that was missing the horizontal, like little crack on the skull. Those skulls that they found in Peru. Not only that, though. But some of these skulls have like reddish hair. That's another thing that they talk about Bigfoot in the hair, like it can be reddish, dark brown, black. And another crazy thing though, when they talk about the Yeti, that the Yeti 
is not even white, like white furred. That is like right. straight dark skin. I mean, like dark fur. So it's a lot of stuff that just makes you think like these things are very elusive. It's crazy. These shows, which is cool, you know, because like it builds you up and wants you to come back for more. They always leave myself and you like on that cliffhanger type shit. Like, oh shit, they're about to catch them. The next thing, you know, like, oh man, we were right on this train and they disappeared. Man, that that shit pisses me off every time. <laughs> you know what, man? You could probably count good Bigfoot documentaries on one hand. And a lot of them, even the better ones, it's always some bullshit. It's always yeah. like, uh, you know, they don't ever really show anything. They might record, like, uh, they might have, like, a sound. And that sound could be anything. It could be anything from a Bigfoot to some other animal. Mm -hmm. Some asshole that went to the other side and mm -hmm. he's just making stupid sounds. A lot of times they'll be like, oh, my God, look there. And then they'll, they'll aim the fucking camera at this really thick brush. Look, man, there, there, there. Look, look, look. And come yeah. on, man. You know, you can't see shit there, man. <laughs> you know, but talking about sounds, man, you ever seen, uh, what's his name? Nick Politis missing 411 or something or 411 missing or whatever the fuck. He was a former cop, I think, and uh, he retired. And there was this case of missing people on a certain trail or a mountain somewhere. And it was weird because these are people that were never found. I believe none mm -hmm. of them were ever found. So this is actually a pretty good documentary. He's fucking talking to people. He's investigating. He's doing investigation. You know, he's putting two and two together. Now, the crazy thing is, the crazy twist at the end is, there was no mention of this throughout the whole thing. But at the end, he meets up with these guys, these hunters. And they set up this little sort of like uh, a shack where they go and they kept it secret because they don't want anybody else knowing where it's at. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and they go up there every so often and they hang out there, drink, they camp out in there and they hunt. So on the night, I, if I remember correctly, I think they did mention that, that this wasn't the first time that this happened. But that night that Nick was there. Something or somebody was throwing rocks at them or, or something, twigs at them and shit. I mean, hard. And uh, you can hear in the background some weird sounds like fucking not only not exactly primate, mm -hmm. but it sounded like a primitive way of speaking. Mm -hmm. It almost sounded like language. I don't think they ever mentioned it, but automatically you would assume, oh, shit, maybe there's a fucking clan of Bigfoot out there. Yeah. And they're trying to scare them or they're being territorial. But there's one or two ways, man, to look at this. One is that there is more than one. There's a fucking clan out there and they communicate. But also at the same time, it's like the skeptic in you cannot help but think this is just a bunch of fucking idiot actors talking in gibberish. Yeah. You know, they were like, like, you know, like making some weird sounds, man. You know, so I don't know, man. I'm not a fucking expert. Again, I got to try to fight back the part of me that, that wants this to be real, man. You know, I, I got to be rationally minded, look at this and, you know, come away with, with a rational conclusion to this yeah. but I don't know if I can right concerning Nick Politis but this Patterson Gimlin it made me more of a believer yeah cause yeah. fuck dude I'm like you know like fuck I went on that 
fucking Bigfoot rabbit hole a long time ago. So I started checking out all these shows and shit. They even started seeing shows about the Yeti, whatever. And that's the bad thing, brother. And that's the bad thing. It's like <laughs> you get so invested in this that you watch everything. You, yeah. You, you go through the worst of the worst to occasionally come across that one diamond yeah. every so often, right? And it's like, you know, like you and I being um, the prior military, you know, we pay attention to every detail. So it's like when you start seeing these films and you start like getting still shots or whatever, you know, you pay close attention and you want to dissect everything, whatever. On that expedition, Bigfoot, it's uh, four people. You have this one dude that's like a super believer in the paranormal. I forgot his name. But you got this one, uh, this one doctor, this one Kuwana lady, and she specialized, I think it might be anthropology, some shit like that. So you have her, like the scientist, you have this dude, then you got this, like the host, and the, uh, the third guy is, so is always kind of solo by himself, and it's the soldier. His last name is Accord. I forgot his first name, but that dude's always solo, solo, always by himself with the cameraman on some shit. So this dude, like on the latest season of Expedition Bigfoot, he's out there somewhere, and he just happened to get the perfect shot because they set up kind of like an uh, kind of like an ambush zone. He was on the southeastern side. The other two people, the doctor and that paranormal dude, were like somewhere kind of like. Well, she teamed up with this one, like this tracker, this girl. So they were kind of like on the north western side. But anyways, so they set up kind of like this perfect zone. So this dude is out there with his, I don't know, maybe iPhone and with like a fucking, uh, like a super scope. So he's out there glassing the area. The glassing, for those who don't mean, is like when you get your binoculars or your scope and you start just zoning shit out. So he started doing his thing and next thing you know, he's, he's a figure. He thinks that figure is a bear. It's way up there. And all of a sudden it stands up and he's like, holy shit. So that was kind of like, like they're, oh shit moment of the three seasons they've been doing this and you're like wow that shit because it stood up upright and that thing like judging from what they've said their assumption was that that thing could be anywhere from like seven something to like eight feet in height yeah so that was their oh shit moment and they even set off like this drone with fer- with pheromones I think that's what they're called to like bring them out of course you know how you said like the whole the language thingy the yeah. whoop you know, the whoop sound that they supposedly make, the, the wood knocking, the communicate, throwing rocks. They even like, so they interview like a local tribe in that area in Red Bluff. I forgot the name of their tribe. And this dude was like, oh, yeah, you know, you have the supposed nice Bigfoots are kind of like shadow people. It's another thing that oh, we're talking man. about. <laughs> you know? Let me tell you so- <laughs> something, man, real, real quick. And I've mentioned this before, man. Whenever they try to take this shit to the mystical level, man. Yes. <laughs> Whenever they take this shit to the mystical level, man, it, it fucking kills it for me, man. You know, I mean, hey, for all I know, it could be that, man. You know, it it could mm-hmm. be mystical, it could be extraterrestrial. That's another yeah. famous, popular um, theory. You know, because yeah. they even showed a clip on the latest season, both uh, that doctor and the paranormal dude. They're out kind of like by that by a river where supposedly like a lot of this activity takes place at. So they're right there and all of a sudden, like, they get distracted because they see, like, something just walking through and just disappear. So, of course, you know, they shot that information to the main dude. I think his name is Bryce. 
that he goes and he speaks with that elder. He starts telling the whole, oh, yeah, you know, like the whole nice Bigfoot, whatever, the shadow. And, of course, you know how you mentioned the whole fucking extra, yeah, the extraterrestrial shit. How, like, whenever a Bigfoot is, like, somewhere in the vicinity, all of a sudden, like, these orange lights pop up and uh, motherfuckers yeah. <laughs> I mean, listen, man, that, that would explain how nobody fucking sees them. Yeah. Because they start talking about that shit. And of course, they start, they go back to the way, way back days of the, um, of our supposed homo sapien ancestors. Like, okay, well, how did this person make it? They're like, well, and of course, kind of like the native tribes from the old country that came over, you know, they came over the, uh, that Bering Strait that connected like upper Russia into what is now Alaska. You know, so they start talking about all this kind of crazy shit. You just mentioned the Bering Strait, right? Yeah. When I first did the CryptoCast and I had a whole gang here of fucking guys, man, everybody should check out that episode, man. It was a good episode. We had a guy that I want to bring back on here, Tim Gilby from Canada. Shout out Mm -hmm. to Tim Gilby. He was actually talking about his personal encounter with a Bigfoot. Anyways, a theory that I had was that And, you know, the famous Homeboy 88 was kind of like laughing it off, that motherfucker. (laughs) You know, when the Native Americans came over from Eurasia, from Russia, you know, and um, my theory was that maybe Bigfoot was something that came over with them. Since this is something that's so, Mm -hmm. you know, attached to Native American lore, at least that's what we're led to believe. Yeah by History Channel and everybody else. You know what I'm saying? For all we know, they could be full of shit themselves. Yeah. So that was my theory. What do you think about that? Yeah, dude. I mean, that's, you know, like, that's how, that's the one main thing that they always, uh, that they always talk about at these Bigfoot shows. They always talk about the, um, about how, like, a lot of these um, higher beings or whatever, they always hold some kind of sacred uh, space for like Native Americans, you know, like, and when they started talking about the migration of the Native Americans and, you know, from the old country into America, the Bering Strait or whatever, they also talk about, um, they mentioned Lucy, which was that one, yeah, Homo sapien that they found, I think, in Ethiopia, somewhere over there. Is they talk I about think that it was whole, there, you know, yeah. they talk about that missing link or whatever. So, yeah, dude, it's, um, it's, it's, it's a very interesting topic, man, and it's like, so my question for you is, you know, before Zoom starts doing a little shit, because I see you fucking up there, left hand corner. Yeah. But um, so your son up there in the fucking uh, in the Pacific Northwest, besides that UFO, you know, encounter that him and um, is it Step Pops? Yeah, that Step Pops, right? A Marine, you know, shout out to Gabe hey. Torres out there. So you know, you guys have all heard me just you know, drop some knowledge about the Amano right here doing his own Marine process. But anyways. <laughs> You know, it's all good, man. (laughs) You know, so uh, so here's my question, brother. Like when you, you know, when you've spoken to your son, have you ever asked him when he's ever been out there in the woods and shit? If he's ever, ever like seen a Bigfoot or smelled it? Because you know, they got they got that funky ass like fucking huevo hediondo smell. Have you ever asked my dude by any chance? Have you seen something like that? You know what, man? I'm going to have to ask him because I don't remember. But if there's anybody that would see something or hear something or smell something, it would be him, man, because he's the kind of dude, man. He'll go, he'll jump on his horse and he'll ride out at fucking midnight or two in the morning out there through the fucking, you know, mountains and shit. So 
shit, man, maybe one day, you know, we're going to have to link up with him. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, man, that's, yeah. three vets, man, and go out there and see what's up, man, you know. Yeah, dude, it's like I was telling you, like, on the, you know, like, on the whole private, you know, fucking message thingy, um, like, me and a couple of teammates at work, you know, we we're, you know, talking about doing this thing called the Pacific Crest Trail. So, that thing starts, like, somewhere in SoCal, through Northern Cali, Oregon, Washington State, and it finishes somewhere in Vancouver, British Columbia. So I was looking at the whole northern Cali section. Take your section. passport, man. Take your yeah. passport, you know. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. That's one thing about my cousin who's up there. The fuck, guy? Get your passport. Fucking renew, you asshole. But anyways, um, so when I started looking at the northern California section of that whole Pacific Crest Trail, this thing is like 211 miles long. And I'm like, yeah, I don't, I can do it, but that's a long ass fucking trek. That is a very, very long trek. And the whole get back, that's like, it'll be, say like if I was going from San Francisco down south to like maybe Bakersfield, it wouldn't even be like LA because LA is like three something. But it's like, yeah, and that's a long trek. But yeah, dude, I've always been like, like curious to go up to these spots and just check them out and see what they're all about, of course. And, you know, just be out there and maybe fuck, you never know, man, we might get lucky. And fucking make history and shit like, oh, fuck, man, these assholes fucking found Bigfoot and Bigfoot and his tribe and shit out there while and out. God knows doing what. Maybe they'll give us some technology and shit so we can unfuck this world that we are currently. Imagine that. Imagine it turns out to be Bigfoot that saves this world, man. Oh, fuck, man. That'd be nice. You know what, man? I want to say, man, you should step up to the challenge, you know, prepare for it. It's a tall task, man, but if anybody could do it, it's you, brother, you know, and, uh, you know, if you do it, man, you're going to have to, like, do a fucking daily video diary and shit and share oh, yeah. with us, you know. Um, Definitely. I would yeah. I would join you and I would go up there, but coming back, nah, man, we're going to, first of all, we're going to have to vacation there for uh, a few yeah. days to, to a week and then come yeah. back. Either by bus, plane, something that, you know. Yeah, planes, trains, automobiles yeah. or some shit. Cause that's like, that's 420 something. I'm like, nah, I'm good, man. Like, I'll do 211, but I don't know about that 420 something, you know, but it's, um, you know, it's, it's, you know, you always got to challenge yourself. You know, it's like, you always. know, fucking Bigfoot always, you know, they, you know, Bigfoot challenges the curiosity of a lot of people, you know, cause it makes you want to go out there and fucking just check things out and just, just be aware of your surroundings. Be lucky because, of course, you know, when you're out there in the woods, you know, you you know, you not only have to worry about, you know, if you're out there fucking just lollygagging and shit, you know, you got to watch out for, for fucking poison ivy, fucking bears, bobcats, mountain lions, and all types of wildlife. And, and uh, yeah, dude, it's fucking, Absolutely. you know, it's an interesting thing. Very, very interesting you know, like weather, I, yeah, the weather, uh, yeah, of course, you know, water, rations, yeah. you know, yeah, there's rations. a lot, man, you know, there's a lot of preparation that goes into this. And, uh, you know, a lot of people, they don't realize how fucking dangerous this shit could be, man, because yeah. on one of our older crypto casts real quick before we go, man, right, we did a special on the Dietloff Pass incident, man, and these were expert fucking hikers, all right? Mm-hmm. 
uh, well, there was one expert hiker or actually one or two and, and the rest were pretty much experts. They were just there to get certified to be considered experts. And, you know, shit went fucking south real quick yeah. for them in some crazy, mysterious ways. That's another great episode you people should check out if we go down our catalog. The CryptoCast, the Dietloff Pass incident. We're going to talk more about this. Yeah. About braving the elements and all that stuff and preparing for it. And even if you're prepared, what can and will go wrong. But real quick, before we get out of here, man, after seeing this footage, whether you were a skeptic or not, I think you were. I'm always a skeptic, even Mm -hmm. though I want this to really be real. But after seeing this footage to you, do you believe you finally can say, yes, Bigfoot? either exists or existed in modern times. And modern times, I'm talking about as back as the 70s and 60s, you know, but do you believe that you saw a living Bigfoot in that footage? Oh, yeah, man. Like, you know, make it very, very quick. Almost definitely, I do believe that I saw a real Bigfoot. You know what I tell the the, uh, the fans out there, man, just tune in, check that episode out, fucking see for yourself, see what you see, and, you know, just you, that you be the judge of it. You know, like, all it takes is just well, that one lucky encounter, you're out there in the woods, and that's that. So, yeah, yeah, dude, I love this real. Well, I'm going to say that I, too, feel that I finally can say that I saw a living Bigfoot uh, let us know, guys. Let us know what you think. You know, yes. send an email to rationalrage.mailbag at gmail.com or hit us up at the website www.rationalrage.com. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been a very special edition of the Rational Rage podcast, the CryptoCast. Bigfoot debunked? We don't think so. My name is Spiro. BG from the 415. And until next time. Peace.